The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Welcome to a new episode of Hardly Kayfabe. I am one of your hosts, the host with the, well, probably the least, Johnny Townsend, and I am joined by my pal, my compadre, my partner in crime, Mr. Christopher Chavez. Yo, 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 yo. And uh, Matt could not be here. He's still stuck in another country. Uh, we're not sure when he's going to make it. That other country owes us money, and we're not going to let. You know, I don't know, man. Just let that stand. I tried chartering a private jet to send out to him, but there's no one that wants to to take that risk. No one's going out, so he's going to be stuck a while. He's going to be stuck a while. But I think, I think if we tell the people it's technical difficulties, like plane difficulties. Oh, that's a good idea. I like it, how you think. It, it might go over better. Oh, smart. That's smart. So That's why think, you're the thinker. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I'll do is go back and edit out where you said that they uh, that the Saudis owed us money for his appearance. Um, oh yeah, good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Let's, and we, let's and not we, tell we, the truth. We killed their feed to our podcast. So. Uh, oh I, yeah. Good I don't idea. plan on giving it back to him. So he may be stuck a while. So plane difficulties. Plane difficult. Also, oh, all right. <clears throat> uh, Matt cannot be here today because uh, he's stuck in another country due to uh, airplane difficulties. Yes. Uh, we hope he'll be here soon, Matt. Uh, uh, safe travels, my friend. I did text him uh, to let him know that he should uh, record video to let everyone know he's fine and that it is plane difficulties. So uh, we should. Yeah. The listeners should be hearing from him on social media soon. Yeah, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. But uh, but we're gonna <laughs> we do this. Matt, what if we can convince Matt to really do that? <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh God! Uh, but we're doing this, man. We're gonna free bird the episode. Johnny and I are gonna tag team it and make sure we uh, pull through and give you guys something to listen to for the week. That's right. That's right. And of course, obviously, let's get into the CM Punks. We've already alluded to it. Yes. I mean, it's the biggest story. Uh, this is the biggest and the most. To me, strangest and maybe the most uh, at its core pro wrestling story. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I, if you, especially if you're into the history of pro wrestling and promotions and stuff, uh, that I've heard in quite some time. No kidding. I wanted to say this real quick. Um, before all of this went down, I actually saw that this crown jewel all had already been better than last time, right? And that there was actually history made. You know, the ladies actually got a chance right. to wrestle. Um, you know, Natty wrestled against Lacey Evans. It was a big deal. Um, the other big deal thing was that The Fiend took the belt off Seth Rollins, so that was another big deal. Um, but then as quick as that show was to make history, the it, it would make history for something completely different. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> all of a sudden... There was reports coming in on Twitter, and people were just saying reports that um, over 200 wrestling and staff of the WWE were stuck in the country. They were stuck on a plane on the runway because of uh, technical difficulties. 
Yeah, and, and we can't overlook how important that uh, women's match was. I mean, right? You know, for us, it's not a big deal because we get women's matches all the time. But over there, like you could see in in the little girls who was in the crowd's oh, faces, yeah. how big of a deal that was. Women, so were I crying. don't think they should be overlooked. Yeah. Yeah, so insane. that cannot be overlooked. I mean, we overlook it here because we're like, yeah, it's just a, a natty lacy match, you know, wh- right. whatever. But over there, it's a humongous deal. So, I mean, that is it's pretty incredible. I was really moved to see, you know, the, especially the, the little girls' faces as they were watching that. I know you're uh, also thinking you're you're also thinking, man, the prince is actually coming around. Like he's doing really well in 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 taking yeah. strides he's got forward. The whole He's got past the whole murdering people thing. <laughs> he's, and, you know, he's you know, maybe he's, <laughs> turning a new leaf. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, plane difficulties. <laughs> I think the thing that was crazy was that all of a sudden, um, before they could get the story out about plane difficulties, there was a lot of staffers and wrestlers that were tweeting, and they were tweeting that yes. things were messed up. And, yes. there were, and there's a lot of cryptic tweets you can find out there. I think one Rusev- thing too before. One thing, too, before we get really get into it. All right, so they planned this event well ahead, right? And yeah. it was planned for Halloween, which is a thir- which was a Thursday. Mm-hmm. They know they have a live SmackDown the very next day. Mm-hmm. And they also know that that flight itself is a 14, 15-hour flight, I think they said. <laughs> yep. So they gave them very little time in the first place. Good Lord. Can you imagine so having like to be I feel on like the plane? Time, yeah, I feel like their scheduling and timing was terrible to start with. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah. But then, dude, when I saw the tweet from Rusev come out and it said, pray for us, yes. I was like, what is happening right now? And then I think it was Matt Meltzer who put something out saying that, you know, based on some of his contacts that are still stuck in that country, that this had nothing to do with plane difficulties, still not clear on what it is, and that they were not making the show. Because by the time they were supposed to have taken, like an hour had passed by the time they should have taken off to make the show in time. So. Right. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of people who were chartering their own private planes. Some got out. Some didn't. Um, one of the reports yeah, Vince, I read was... Vince got out. Uh, I know, immediately. We know Brock, yeah, we know Brock got out. Yeah, uh, Brock, um, Brock, Vince, and, and, and Heyman all got out before the whole debacle started. Like, they literally left, and then this whole shit went down. Yeah. And it didn't look good for it when you start to hear about more, uh, hear more and more why this may have happened. Yeah, so the... Of course, this is all. I don't think we'll ever know the, the absolute hundred percent true true story of it. I think there's going to be a lot of little things because you can actually go back and listen and look at what different wrestlers are saying now, yeah. and it's still kind of hard to put together. AJ Styles really recently said something. Did you see what he had said? No. What did he say? Uh, the gist of what he said was basically it was uh it, the airplane problem itself was that uh like there was like some paperwork that needed to be done right and it wasn't done right or something <laughs> it was really strange and weird somebody else I don't, said mechanical yeah uh so i don't i don't i don't, I don't think anybody knows oh, man. um and if you actually wwe actually released an official statement and if you go back and read it it actually says that mechanical problems was among the issues it didn't actually say it was the only issue <laughs> which is a really yeah. clever way of getting around it i think yeah, like we can't go anywhere if they won't let us start the plane. <laughs> yeah, uh, but AJ Styles was saying like they weren't, they didn't feel like they were held hostage or anything because there's like no, not like like all the people that were there weren't holding guns to them or anything like that. But they still kind of were in a way. It, apparently, mm-hmm. 
apparently the issue was, you know, this was a huge deal. The reason that the WWE was even doing these shows over there is because they were getting ridiculous money for it, like millions and millions and millions of dollars. Supposedly. thought. so they thought. The Prince over there apparently had not paid for the past two of them. Uh, I think that's what I'd read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they only recently, literally right before this show got paid for one of those, per my understanding. Wow. Uh, and not, so, not in full, I believe. It wasn't even in full. Yeah, probably not. Uh, so, um, there's there's obviously there's a contract there, but <laughs> I was telling you and Matt, I was like, he's literally the prince and, and one of the leaders of his country. Like, he's the one who makes the laws and decides things. If he doesn't want to pay you, I, I kind of think he just doesn't pay you. <laughs> right, exactly, dude. That's, it's, holy cow. I just think it's, I saw something about they released some of the financial paperwork that had to do with the the E as well with quarterly reports and it talked and in there it talks about how they hadn't received any of their payment from the Crown Jewel uh, events. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what we what the other part I read was that to kind of you know prove his point, Vince cut off the feed in the country, the WWE feed, and that's why the Prince was like, "Oh, you think you're gonna tell me what's up? How's this?" Nobody leaves this country. <laughs> like he literally yeah, told him, it's not happening. I don't care. Whoever, whatever pilot steps up to take you out, they're going to disappear. Yeah. So what they really should have done is just not showed up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Until well, they got paid. Dude. So apparently, what I saw was that um, even though they're being told to put out these recordings and these tweets saying everything's cool, it wasn't a big deal. It was just technical difficulties. Um, that wives and girlfriends and friends are and family members are speaking out saying yeah no they came home and almost all these people are like i'm never going there again ever in my life that's not going to happen there's nothing you yeah, can pay me to you? go there that's scary hell yeah it's How's scary literally literally somebody was in that country when was that murder it wasn't even a couple months ago. ago yeah and they were ordered to be murdered so why would you like you're already kind of it's already kind of you know you're you're already on your toes, so to speak, when you're there in the first place. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so guy, I couldn't I couldn't imagine, dude. The guy that was ordered to be murdered was a reporter, and he was ordered to be murdered because he was writing things the prince didn't like. Yeah. So if the prince doesn't like the fact that Vince is cutting off a feed, I mean, at the end of the day, it was it would have been a huge you know a huge deal because a lot of these stars are superstars. But still, he could really have done whatever he wanted. Yeah. So if there's any truth to this, I don't even think Vince should show up back in that country. No, no, I wouldn't, because he <laughs> hightailed it out before they did that stuff. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things I was reading that there's um there's a lot of people behind the scenes now who have lost a lot of respect for him because he just bounced out and left all his people stranded like that. Um, didn't even come back. You know what I mean? Like none of that. Uh, and what I'm hearing as well is that you know there this has made up a lot of people's minds who had contracts coming up, contract renewals, and that they're liter they're they're done. They're 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 not re-signing at all. No questions asked. We'll see how they feel when they're throwing the big money at them and see if they still keep that. Mm, true. Uh, it's one thing to say it when you're mad, and it's another thing to say it when somebody's throwing uh, you know a, a lot of money. Your oh, I way. know. I know. Yeah. I used to I used to uh, tell my mom I'm never going to talk to her again until she bought me something. Then I was like, all right, cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I told my mom one day I was going to run away, and then she said I'll cook you dinner. So I came back home, and that was <laughs> and that was just the other day. So, 
<laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. Who knows? Like you said, who knows if we'll ever know the story? I think we will. I think as a lot of these people who know when they no longer work there, and if non-disclosures run out, we're going to hear stories, and we're going to hear it in these memoirs and tell-all books and podcasts. And you I mean people have no problem shooting on the industry? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to the shoot uh, answers to this. Oh yeah. Uh, like down the road <laughs> for sure fun, interesting ones uh but uh that left smackdown in some serious uh mm-hmm. what, what do you want to say like in a in a conundrum yes they so were in speak. a pickle a pickle yes they were in a, a giant pickle uh <laughs> and the big deal about that is that half their i mean most of their main people including the fiend who just won the title uh couldn't be there and on top of that uh like i think the only I'm trying to remember the only roster that they had. They had Daniel Bryan, because he he'd already uh, from the last time wasn't going to go over there anyway. Yeah, they had Mandy uh, so, Rose and and uh, what's her name? Deville. Deville, yeah, Sonya uh, Deville. Yeah, yeah, uh, Fire and Ice. I think that's what they call themselves. Uh, and uh, Sami Zayn, because uh, you know uh, he's he's just I don't think he should go over there anyway, just because. Um, you know, there's a lot of really weird political stuff there, and he could be in trouble if he goes there. Yeah, yeah. I think safety. I think that's the reason he doesn't go. Right. And um, I'm trying to remember who else was there. The I Miz. Might, the Miz. The Miz. And that's kind of uh, it was pretty much just the, the those main ones who just didn't go in the first place. Right. And Brock Lesnar because he was with Vince when they hightailed it out of there. <laughs> So that's who you to be, had. To be fair, it's part of his contract. Well, his contract literally says yeah. he gets his own private plane. So, oh yeah, I'm not blaming him at all. I, <laughs> if I was a wrestler, him on private plane, I'd be out of there too. Yeah, no kidding. I might have taken some of my friends with me, but you know, uh, but yeah. So uh, that put SmackDown in a weird position. And I was telling you guys, this is the this was the first time, and I would never wish for these people to be stuck in another country like that ever again. So I'm not saying that. But this is the first time in a long time that I was very curious about how SmackDown was going to be and I actually watched SmackDown live for the first time in months, honestly. And I intended to, but then I realized, well, I intended to watch it on DVR and I forgot that like two weeks earlier I removed Raw and SmackDown from my DVR because I was just tired. (laughs) I was like, I'll just read headlines or I'll go on the internet, you know, Um, or I'll check because I have Hulu. So I'll check Hulu and just kind of see what happened. But overall, dude, I was just like, oh, man, uh, I missed it. I can check, you know, I'll go back and watch it on Hulu. But what I, from what I hear, from what I read, that this is probably the best thing that could have happened to the E. It was such an injection of on-their-toes creative. And, and not just that, just the thought to bring the NXT guys in. That was the decision. Let's bring in a bunch of NXT yeah. guys. A lot of the guys were really trying to put over and see if they can't do something, right? And did yeah, they, they really ever put over they really put over NXT. They actually this is the most excited they got me for any of their pay per views in quite some time, yeah. Survivor series. Uh this was really smart. I've <laughs> I also said to y'all, I was like, it's it's almost as if WWE does better writing when they can't write weeks ahead. Yeah, <laughs> they can't plan stuff. It's uh, true. They seem to do better because they you just gotta simplify things. Yeah, you wanna uh, know why too? Because yeah. I feel like it's it's when you put too much convoluted story into it, it's ridiculous. Some of what really yeah. works with AEW is there's the thin not like a thin story. It's not too in depth when you have these these uh face offs that they have going, but overall a lot of their matches are just kind of chaotic, like we're gonna have these guys face these guys. And you can tell they're slowly building stories because of it, but yeah. 
to get that chaotic, you know, feeling in SmackDown to all of a sudden have people who never would have matched up together ever before are now doing it. It's 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 it was exactly what they needed. They literally got an an AEW style injection to their show. Yeah, and on, was, on the to me it was much needed, and uh, the uh, the ratings were the best they've been in a while because SmackDown's ratings had plummeted and i mean that i mean they were below a million for the first time in a long time they were like in the 800,000s which is a very low number for a show that needs to be doing well for a network that just bought the show right and uh, to do it on the, the stage they did too dude it wasn't usa yeah. it's fox like this right. is huge yeah so they did really well ratings wise uh you actually got to to see some matchups you know we we like to mock how they said the whole we're going to give you some fresh new matchups and then they never did. Well, we actually got those on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got we got Miz and Ciampa, which was a match I never thought I oh wanted, my but God. I freaking loved it. When I saw and that then, was the uh, matchup, that's what made me say, okay, I have to go back and watch these. When I heard a lot of these matchups, it made me say, okay, now I got to go back and watch this. Yeah, and then we also got a what well, I dare say would be a dream match, and I hope they mm-hmm. have another match without mm-hmm. commercial stuff interrupting. Daniel Bryan, yep, and uh, Adam Cole, baby. That's the first put match on, I heard. Put, yeah, yeah, put on a fantastic match as well. Oh. It lived up to the hype. I would love to see them go at it again. What a great match! I hope I hope Daniel Bryan shows up at NXT and just you know that would be pretty sweet to me. Get his revenge. That would be insane. Uh, I heard Baszler yeah. had made up quite an impression. Yeah, she did a really fun run in, uh, and took out a lot of it. Like she took out Bailey and and oh, Sasha. Nice, nice. Yeah, and that's uh, the so thing. She's a, a heel too, so she, it shows her as more of a badass heel. Yeah, oh. yeah. So that, to, to me, this was the best thing they could have done. Um, uh, what a great show! Probably to me, and I'm not even just saying this to join the hype train, but it was the most. Uh, excited i was for a show and it living up to my expectations that they've done in a long time i gotta tell you if they're smart they're gonna keep doing it because that was the idea that they they would move people between raw smackdown and nxt kind of interchangeably they'd show up on each other's brands um i really feel like if they're smart they're gonna they're gonna kind of start letting those stupid storylines fade away and start going with a lot of what worked here Uh, if they're smart because I really feel like if it's that's the case, this could be a topic for one of those kind of like moments that changed history, right? Because we saw the E was failing, and it feels like the old failing days of of gimmick, uh, you know, the 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 ridiculous gimmicks like like the farmers and the clown, you know what I mean? When when the Attitude yeah. Era took over, this feels like this could be that the death of like the Bobby Lashley Lana style stories and all that garbage. We could oh, start seeing. <laughs> well, I'm saying I hope this this wakes up their mind and. and yeah, it starts to let I'm some of that you. fade away, man, because golly, they That's really what we hope. need the injection. We don't know. We could get SmackDown next week and be just as bad as it was before. Oh. I mean, <laughs> we don't know. That's going to be uh, telling, but, right? Next yeah. week's what's going to be telling. Yes. But this also, this show also proved to me that uh, they were very serious about the fact that NXT is no longer the, uh, you know, the minor leagues. Like right. it's literally just the third brand now. Exactly, and it's it's a third brand that could probably it could be considered number one or number two i mean i think that smackdown yeah. is the reason that it got a, a boost was because of them so it, it it really shows you which is the better of all three brands and they booked them strong too on this show yeah, and they went yeah. over 100 percent. they were the last one standing in the ring when a show went off so yeah i loved yeah. that i saw that clip with triple h coming out and and basically it, making it look like he's flaunting it in his fa- father-in-law's face saying see these are my people and you see what we did 
we're the yeah. ones. And then, oh my God, it looks so good. It just, it was such a strong image, man. Yeah, it was a really cool moment. Uh, so uh, I guess we did get some good out of it, yeah. <laughs> out of the bad situation. Hopefully, we'll see what happens next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, yes, fingers are crossed. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, this also means that Brock uh, is going to Raw and the the Fiends going to Fox. Yeah, uh, which you know I'm all for because I don't really even I I'm with you on Raw. I haven't watched Raw in months now. <laughs> I just read yeah. uh, I just read the results and what happened type of thing. I yep. just don't. <laughs> I'm just really kind of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't care until they start making you want to care. Like SmackDown, yeah. it makes you want to see. Okay, let's see what happens this next week. When you get that feeling that makes you want to keep coming back every week, saying I got to see what happens next, that's when you know they're doing it right. When you get to a point where you're just like, oh crap, there's still four episodes on my DVR. I haven't even caught up yet. It's like, all right, yeah. delete them. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and the other thing too is when these wrestlers were showing up, these NXT people, they were getting over with the crowd. The crowd knew who they were. Yep. Uh, and I think that's a big deal too because I'd heard that's one of the criticisms uh, for NXT at, at one time was like somebody was like, "Well, if you're not a hardcore WWE fan with the network and all that, because that's where it was at originally, then yeah, you know, nobody's going to know who these people are." And I kind of think this just proves if you love wrestling, then you have an idea who these people are because when yeah. Matt Riddle and um, and I'm not even a Matt Riddle guy, but when Matt Riddle Keith and Lee. Keith Lee, who I am a Keith Lee guy, but when they came out, that crowd loved them, and I was oh, yeah. so happy that yeah. that that was the reaction. It was good dude. from all the little things I saw and read. It's good. It, it is. It's gonna. It makes me want to go back and watch it just to watch, even though I know what happens. I want to see it. Uh, and again, yeah, I haven't I, said least, that. I, yeah, I at least recommend you go watching that Daniel Bryan Adam Cole match. At least watch that. Oh, easily. And I got to tell you, I haven't said that in a long time, right? That I got to go back and see what happened on the E. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. you, you know, they're doing something right there. Uh, unfortunately, it was because you know, two hundred plus staff almost were executed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least yeah, something happened. They, yeah, they were held back at the very least. Yeah. See, I mean, that's at the scary. very most, they I'm were almost was... executed. That's got to be scary if you're the one the ones held back over there. And I don't blame anybody if you're one of the ones that was over there being very upset with, uh, you know, yeah, um, your boss. No that's literally your safety on the line, mm -hmm. really. Yeah, yeah. Your family, like, how many of those people were thinking about what happened to that reporter and, like, tw yeah. you tweeting or texting their, their loved ones scared to death? You know what I mean? I mean Not it was knowing already kind of a moral, it was already a morally objective thing for them to be doing in the first place, the yeah. company, right? Yeah, no uh, kidding. Because of that. So, you know, that to me just like, why would you keep doing it? I think their contract technically keeps going for a few more shows, I believe. Yeah, yeah it's going to be so, interesting. Yeah, I, that's what I'm That's what I'm think, really fascinated about. I think Who's the next gonna one's going to go gonna, over there. They're going to all be old school legends because none of the people are going to want to go. Yeah. So they're going to have to like pull all these old guys out and it's going to be like a legend reunion show. Or they're going to start putting in their contracts. You have to do these shows. Oh, my God. <laughs> then, you know, who's going to really want to sign that? I know they shoot themselves in the foot. Oh, no that's thanks. the that's the thing too. Uh, I kind of think this deal, in the long run, is really going to be. I mean, it was already kind of some bad PR as it should be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, it's uh, the only good thing to me that came out of this was not only SmackDown but that women's match. Other yeah. than that, yeah, it's another you know, you blemish. All this stuff. Yeah, you could have done all this in the States and never would have been safe. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Look, you know what it is, man. You give it one week and the E does something good. And then the E yeah. does something crappy. 
It's just they like, always balance themselves out. <laughs> it is, dude. And it's 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 almost like wrestlers with face paint. You got wrestlers that have great face yeah. paint, and you got wrestlers yeah. that have crap face paint. That's very true. That is a great segue into our topic today. Transition, uh, transition, transition, transitions. Oh, uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, wrestlers and their face paints. Uh, Chris, if you, uh, I know if you're like me, if you go to any fall festival. <laughs> Uh, your brother's getting his face painted. What about you? <laughs> um, not at my age now, especially because I have hair on my face. It makes it more awkward. Oh, uh, but that's, when that's, I was younger, that's how I know dude, if somebody's good. <laughs> if somebody can like work around the, my <laughs> my hairs on my face, <laughs> and you can draw me a sweet looking little tiger on my uh, on my cheek. Uh, yeah, you got some talent. A, t- a tiger with whiskers coming out, like literal. Oh, make it a whiskers. lion, but use yeah, make it a lion, but make the <laughs> <laughs> make the hair make on your face. chin be the tuft on his tail. Yeah, it'd be his, or his mane. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, That's talent. But yeah, dude, when I was young, I did. I and, and I used to like the people when I could find the ones that used to do the superhero stuff. Like I'd have half of Spider-Man face or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. was always awesome. But um, yeah, when it comes to paint. It's it feels like something that's been around forever. Like you look back at you look at Native Americans face paints. You know what I mean. Um, a lot of the times, the ancient Greeks and 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 Romans went to war with each other wearing face paint, and, and it, that was the idea that to to make make themselves look more menacing and more scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, intimidating. I think some of the pirates actually would do this too. Yep. Uh, Blackbeard would kind of do something sort of similar. Yeah. Uh, with his face, uh, just to make it look. Way more intimidating. It's so. funny, too. If you look at a football player now, they do it more for practical purposes when they put the grease under the eyes. It's so that the glare, you know, the, it fights off glare. But it still looks intimidating. When you got a football player with grease under the eye and one without, the one with the grease under the eyes looks a little bit more intimidating. Now, I did not know that's why they did that. I didn't. How oh, does yeah. that help with the glare? Do you? I know don't this? know. I heard something about it with like, the sweat and the sun and glare in their eyes. That's what I heard they did it for. This is why we need Matt in our country again, so he can tell us his stuff. He's our All right, I'm going to send him a tweet and tell him to, to, along with the video saying everything's fine, and I want him to put air quotes up when he says everything's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, he's going to have to tell us the answer to this. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, so what did we do for today's show, Chris? So we decided what we were going to do is take a look. We were going to, you and I were going to come with um, wrestlers uh, who had face paint. But what we would do is we'd come with three who were our, our favorite, who we thought had some of the best face paint, and then three that we thought, you know, why did you even bother? What was the point? Yeah. Right? Like three bad, in our opinion. So this is just our opinions, obviously. Yeah. Uh, also, I say we start with the bad, then work our way up to the good, so we end on a positive note. Oh, I was hoping we'd go the other way, end on a laughing note. But you know what? It could also be depressing. So, yeah, let's leave, let's <laughs> let's end on the positive. Okay. I like it. All right. Uh, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. I'll go first. So uh, we're ending on we're doing horrible, right? Yes. Okay. So first one that comes to mind is is more recent. Um, dude, honestly, what is going on with Mojo Rawley's face? I. What is it? Is it, that supposed to it, be cracked lightning? Is that supposed to be like he's sub zero? What is what's happening? What is that? And they're not really doing anything with it either, are they? It doesn't seem like it. No, and like, I, I do. I know they were playing the whole thing where he was like talking to himself like a maniac in a mirror, and I think one time yeah. he broke it and it was shattered. So is that what that's supposed to be? Like his face is shattered glass? Yeah, you talking about when they actually were doing something interesting and then they never followed through with it? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was the first time in a long time I remotely cared about Mojo Raleigh is when they were doing that. 
Yeah, and now like, well, it's just, I at least want to see where this goes, and then we yeah. never saw where it went. And now he's trying to beat Medusa. He's like the 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 male version of Medusa. Remember Medusa used to do that shit back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. That's for me. That's just right now. It's it's just it's one of the worst. I, you could do without that. All right. So for uh, for one of my first ones, um, I don't know if you remember this guy. I don't I don't remember him when he wrestled, but I've certainly seen pictures and i've heard of him afterwards but this, this wrestler was called the missing link <laughs> have you seen this i've heard of the, i mean like i remember like there's this vague memory and when you say it um yeah. i can't i can't pick it i picked the the paint but man oh the missing link that just brings back memories <laughs> yeah so basically it's like this putrid green that's just all over his face. I think the isn't there a symbol in his him, forehead or something? Yeah, there's so I couldn't even describe it really, but it's just like uh, basically he's he's made to look up like he is the missing link, I guess. Oh, you know. good lord! So he's like this, yeah. So the missing link had a green face. Is that the, what they're trying to say? I guess. I guess the trans- uh, apparently well, so. Isn't that like one of the, the the like weird conspiracy theories? Is that we're lizard people? We came from lizards instead. So maybe. Oh, that's. Oh man, that's a good point. This was a <laughs> statement about that. <laughs> oh right, man. Who you got next? All right, to so, uh this one is just stop. It looks like it, it it literally looks like a Sharpie was used. The blue meanie. Yeah. Remember he it looked okay. like he he literally looks like he took a Sharpie and drew on like a horrible robber's mask, like the like the like yeah. a kid's idea of what a robber's mask looks like. And then he he used to have this like kind of long goatee and but he used the marker to color in a beard as well. Yeah. I almost put him on my list, but oh. then my absolute then I was like, I can't He'd already been punched in the face by JBL for real, so I couldn't <laughs> put him on this list. And in, and in he all suffered. honesty, he seems like a decent dude on Twitter because I've seen – I mean, I don't know anything personally about him. But a lot right. of times when he tweets, he's very positive for wrestlers and positive for the for the sport. But, man, if that, if that was his decision, why? If it wasn't, then that makes it – you know what I mean? It makes a little bit more sense because there's times when Vince makes these decisions and you're like, what are you doing? You know what well, I mean? I think he was doing that before when he was in ECW. Oh, was it an ECW thing? I think so. Oh. When he was doing, when he was in the BWO, the okay. Blue World Order. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was Blue World Order. Yeah. How did I forget yeah. that shit? That's oh. probably what he's more known for. That's when I remember him. Still the I just remember when he popped up on the E and it was just like, oh, that's right, the Blue Meanie. But yeah, yeah, dude. Seriously, it's sharp. It's Sharpie. It's not even face paint. It's Sharpie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, for my next one, I'm actually trying to pull up uh, pictures of him now because I just. <laughs> all right, I'm going with. All right, now I know people make fun of the WWE when they're in this era of uh, characters. Oh, okay. But which I understand because it is kind of goofy, but I truly miss it. <laughs> uh, so I'm going with uh, the Mantar. Oh my god! They're just the black, like half triangles on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yes what was he going for i don't understand what is that supposed yeah what is that supposed to be i don't know like he comes to the ring and this is a bison type thing that he has over him yeah which in itself was kind of strange but then when he takes it off he's just got this this these black long what would you call those like sh- long streaks from his eyes upside down triangles yeah it was just literally yes. upside down triangles <laughs> underneath his eyes that's all it was black upside down triangles yeah, so uh, I mean, I think the idea behind that though was he was trying to cut out the glare 
from the stadium lights <laughs> or the, st- the studio lights. <laughs> so maybe we're maybe it was more of a practical thing. It wasn't. It was. You know. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Oh God. Okay, so um, for my last guy here. Now this guy, now I, you know, you know, listeners know this, you know this. When I grew up watching wrestling, I grew up watching wrestling in the South. I had the WCW and I had NWA wrestling, right? And right. this guy was one of my favorite guys. When I remember, you know, watching him on some studio wrestling back in the day, and then when it transitioned to more arena wrestling. Um, but I love this guy. He to me, he was a, a hard worker. Um, he had that cow, this cowboy kind of, you know, it was it was the Western kind of gimmick going. Uh, with the chaps and the and the and the vest, um, but it was it was plain just black trunks and and I always loved that this dude just had a hard hitting style, right? Barry Windham yeah. loved Barry Windham when I was a kid. Yeah. Do you remember when he was the stalker later on? It's, it was this I gimmick. The it was this, yeah, it was yeah. this gimmick of this like kind of like I think it was like a Vietnam vet jungle guy with you know. And it, and all it was was kind of camouflage on his face, but it wasn't well done. It was kind of like this streaked black and yellow, greeny brown stuff just all over his face. It literally looked yes. like like he had put it on at home and then ran seven miles to the arena in sweltering heat and then jumped right in the ring with it melting off his face. That's what it always looked like to me. It looked like mush, like like somebody took a turd on his face. It, to me, it, always, it just looked like you, uh, when you let a kid finger paint. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, dude, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I remember I used to love the guy. And then I remember watching a match, and I, I don't remember who it was. I can't remember. Maybe it was Shivani. I can't. No. I can't remember who it was. But he says out loud, you know, he says, Barry Windham. And I'm like, wait, that's Barry Windham? Because his hair was a little shorter. It wasn't long anymore. He had this mustache that was almost like 80s porn stash. And, and yeah. it was just this blob of mess on his face. And I just remember just being like, oh, my God, what did they do to him? Worst. Yeah, it was a, that was a fall. And, and the name was not good. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, that just wouldn't yeah. go over at all. No, and it shouldn't. We're going to uh, name so you my- the stalker. <laughs> um, Vince, um, <laughs> can I have a word with you? Uh you have to understand the climate we're in these days. We can't do that. What do you mean? I'm going to have him leering outside of women's windows. I take well to criticisms. <laughs> uh, so oh my last God. one is, uh, do you remember this wrestler? I I saw him on a list. I was looking up a list of uh, wrestlers' face paint. And I saw this one, and then I just looked at more pictures. Like, I, I remember this guy, but I remember it because, like, his face was always very, his face paint was very strange. I could never really <laughs> decide what he was going for. Uh, Damien666. It sounds familiar. What did his face paint look like? I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, look it up real quick while I'm trying to describe this. It kind of looks like it's usually black and white, but it's also looking like it's dripping. Like it's like the white is dripping into the black, sort of. Um, it, but it's really, it looks really messy. Usually he has oh, the three sixes on his forehead. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, it looks like he took two different colored candles and then dripped wax down the front of his face. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly and, what it looks like. Yeah, and to me, it just didn't look, uh, as an artist myself, uh, it didn't look uh, uh, pleasing to my eye. <laughs> no, I think at the end of the day, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to scare the hell out of you, and it kind of does. 
Yeah, but oh, I like, remember this guy. You know why I remember this? Because he started painting the LWO across the front of yes. the forehead when he was part of the yes. Latin World Order. Man, I miss the LWO. Oh, that's why that streaky look, look looks familiar. I never, rem- I don't remember him as six six six. I don't remember that. So uh, I think it might have terrified me if, <laughs> if I had seen that <laughs> shit. Oh, like I would have been, I would have been like, all right, I need to watch my wrestling in a church. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Good lord. All right, so let's move up to the face paint we love, Chris. All right. I'm going to go first on this one. All right, let's we'll do it. Switch it around. All right. I'm going to start with a, a new a new era of one and I think this guy's well it's not just his face that he paints, but like his whole uh oh, I think we have all the same the painting. One. I bet I'm, I was wondering if we were going to like have an overlap. I feel like we, we have not have discussed it. yeah. We have not discussed each other's uh choices here before the show. Um, but I love that, like, he would have almost sort of themes to them in a way, mm-hmm. the, yep. to whatever the show was, especially when he was, uh, doing some stuff for the, for NXT. And I'm glad he's back yeah. in NXT because yes. I'm talking about Finn Balor. The demon. The demon version of him. It's pretty dang amazing. Like, that's, that's incredible. Like, they're almost works of, well, they are almost, they are works of art. Oh, yeah. Whoever, whoever's doing that for him is, is incredible. Yes. So he's on my list. So I will interject with this as well. I think the first time I ever saw the demon, I remember just I popped, man. And I was like, holy shit, they have a wrestler who's doing a Venom gimmick because that's what it looked yes. like. It looked like Venom yeah. was taking over his body. And I remember just being like, who is this guy? I want to know his name. I want to know the whole thing. Tell me everything about him. He quickly became one of my favorite because uh, it was right after he left NXT and got into WWE or, or went to you know the main stage where where I came back to wrestling, so um, I was like I got to watch him. And then he would do the Finn B- G- Balor gimmick, and then the Demon would come out once in a while, and then back and forth. And I just being like, this guy's awesome. How come I never heard of him? And then I went back and found his New Japan stuff, his Prince Devitt stuff, and the stuff when he started. And I, that was it. I was a huge fan from then forward. But the first time I saw him. And it literally looked like he had venom dripping all over him, and the huge venom tongue going across his chest. I was done. I was like, "You sold me. You're this is amazing." Yeah, yeah incredible. And on top of that, he's a fantastic wrestler, and I'm very excited for his heel run here in the run oh, in, in NXT. I love it, dude. I but, went back and watched the episodes I missed, and to watch that kind of build up, and then for and I love the promo where he's just kind of like, you know, my future is going to be my past, and you think because he's at NXT, he's talking about. Oh, because I'm back on NXT. You don't realize he's yeah. talking about his heel days. And man, that was probably one of the most beautiful bicycle kicks of all time. Pele kicks. Yes, 100%. 100%. And I cannot wait to get some Gargano-Baylor matches. Those things are going to be straight up fire. Dude, do you remember so, there was uh, one time we discussed one of our topics? Kind of, I think it was, or it was just a discussion we had. Like these moves that you can just pop out of nowhere that look like they came out of nowhere. Like the RKO. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this this Pele kick was it, it shocked me. Like I knew it was I knew he was going to turn. I didn't know how. So when that when he hit that, it was so fast, so accurate, so amazing that I was just like, <gasps> it, it floored me. It was awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. And so, uh, and I and I think he's a fantastic wrestler. And obviously, yeah. I'm a giant Gargano fan. So yeah. I cannot wait for this. For it's going to be amazing. So yeah, he's my number yeah. three as well. So I'm you know what? I'll just jump on two, and we'll go back to you for two. Okay. Uh, who knows? You, I might, you might have this guy as well. So he's more of, um, you know, an old, not an old, old wrestler, but he's he's not new school, uh, and he's definitely not around right now. But 
Um, dude, Jeff Hardy, in more recent times, his face paint has just been off the chain, especially with these kind of um, Picasso-style things where you can kind of see yeah. profiles of faces in his faces. You know what I mean? And he'd close his eyes and you'd see eyeballs and he'd open them and they'd be completely blank. Like the whole gimmick uh, in the past couple years has just looked more and more, you know, phenomenal. Like the the, the artwork's just blows me away you know his earlier days he, he didn't go so so crazy and he had some some you know that were were they're great but like i feel like re- more recently his art has just taken a different turn when it came to that stuff yeah he's uh he was one of my honorable mentions um I especially love the eyeball stuff that he does. Yeah. That just looks so freaky and fantastic uh-huh. to me. Yeah, because it's when he when he closes his eyes, you see eyeballs, and the se- second he opens them, and you don't see any pupils there, it literally looks like he closed his eyes using his his bottom lids. That's the thing. It's, <laughs> yes. it's, it's so insane. Yeah. It's such a a mind fuck that it 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 hits you. And so I think that's why it was impactful as well. So yeah, dude. And and on top of it, just to see those the, that colored face, you know, flipping and flopping. Because that's what they call yeah, it, right? I, Flipping and flopping. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, I also wonder how he gets that off his eyelids. <laughs> Ugh, it's got to be painful. It, yeah, it cannot be enjoyable at all. Yeah. Uh, but I do have on my list, and I'm very curious if this person's on your list too, because he's definitely known for his face paint, which has changed a few times. Oh, I'm sure he's um, on my list. <laughs> but I, I went with his original version just because that's the first time I saw this guy. And that's Sting. Yeah, my number one, man. Um, I almost went with the Crow version because that's probably what he's more known for. But, man, I just love when I was a kid, I saw Surfer Sting. That's what he's called yes. now. And I went with that one because that one's iconic to me. Neon colors. Yeah. You know, and it was always this. And he never stuck to a specific design. Like, if you look at Ultimate Warrior, who's on my my honorable mentions, he would have the same mask-looking design, right? Whereas Sting would kind yeah. of follow that, but then sometimes break off. Uh, sometimes it'd be just these jagged-looking, you know, shapes and stuff. Like, man. And it was always, always so colorful. Always. Like, it was rare yes. where you got, like, you know, dull. It was it was. I mean, it was, it was late 80s into the 90s. You're talking day glow, neon. You know what I mean? Yeah, so for this little stinger here, when I was a kid, is he he could do no wrong. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was mine too. Sting was my number one. Um, so for my number two, three, four. No, you you just took all mine. That was it. There you go. You should I, have one left. I think. No, I got uh, Finn Balor, Jeff Hardy, and Sting. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you took all. all. Right, so I get, you oh, took yeah. two of so mine. So I got the last one. <laughs> yeah, I got so the last one here. Let's hear your other one. Watch <laughs> it be on my honorable mention. <laughs> there's no way this one is. <laughs> Okay, um, so in the in the mid nineties, the uh, the world of baseball was put on hold oh because god. they went on. Oh god, dude! The, <laughs> because they went they went on strike, right? This is your fault, oh God. This is great. <laughs> and uh, of course, the WWE, being very smart, decided to capitalize on this. I almost had this on my worst list. This is so great. Absolutely, the worst. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz. uh, I just love the name, dude. Abe Knuckleball (laughs) Schwartz. Yes, like this old timey, like play stickball in the streets in 1950s New York City style name. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's probably better known as the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, but uh, but I love this version of him, and it's purely because of how. 
hokey and, and at the same time amazing. His face paint, he's basically they paint his face up like a baseball. That's it. It's white yeah. with with the red stitching down the front, the, like the sides of his face. Yes. And it's amazing. And he comes out in one of the old timey baseball outfits. Yes, it's incredible. Oh, man. Uh, when they would introduce him, he would be like walking around with <laughs> with like a picket sign. Yep. Because <laughs> he's on strike. <laughs> oh, God. That's so good. That's funny that that's on you. It, it was. It was It was almost on there for my one of my worst um, because I was like, I wish you put it on there as your worst. <laughs> and I had it over here on my best. It would have been great. That's awesome. Um, um, I do have a couple more honorable mentions. And yep. I'm not, I won't talk too long about them. Uh, Gold Dust was on the uh, line. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially time, now he's iconic. His oh, new his new stuff's nice. Yeah. yeah, the half face. I that's think it's even awesome. better now. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, and uh, Doink the Clown. Uh, <laughs> that's, just from, that's just from my childhood. That's just so, creepy, dude. Um, yeah. What, so the two that I had on my honorable mentions were the Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. Yeah. Um, now again, Animal was one that kept the same gimmick, the style or, or the shape and stuff with the spider up in the middle. Uh, and Hawk had the same, but it always changed colors. You know what I mean? They always did the sl- something right. slightly different with it. Um, and then my other one was because it's just more of a nostalgia and he scared the crap out of me as a kid, dude, the great Muda. He would come out oh, with yeah. it would it would be just a, one complete color or sometimes half and half right but then he'd have some Chinese writing or Japanese writing on there and so as a kid you just see this right and 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 so for Asian people we all know like their eyes are a little slimmer like so you know when your face is painted and the eyes are completely accentuated there's this these whiteness that you know the white eyes just coming out it was so intimidating because he'd keep his eyes wide open remember that that kind of wild look while he's looking at people and then yeah forget it if it was light colored paint because when he sprayed the green mist and then the green went dripping down his chin kind of like the way oscar's got going nowadays dude yes. talk about I'm so glad scary she started doing that yes me too dude i love that <laughs> yeah. she's doing that and did you see her on the last one with the green coming down the front of her like the bottoms of her eyes yes. and stuff yeah, it's incredible. Oh, yeah, nice. So yeah, he was one of the ones, and he used to scare the crap out of me. It was super simple, you know. It wasn't any designs; it was just color, and then some of the the Japanese writing. Um, but yeah, dude, that was uh, oh man, that's that's one of my honorable mentions because it didn't make the list because it wasn't anything fancy, but still, it it remind it it brings back such memories and the impact for a kid seeing that it it did its job. It made you scared of him. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah. He's he's probably one of the few with with the face paint that actually was a little like I I wouldn't mess with this guy yeah <laughs> type yeah. deal yeah you couldn't even yeah. see how, you know any of the features of his face just the white eyes and you know and knowing that that green mist and I remember as a kid dude thinking like that has to be acid that has to be this this how does he keep it same. in his mouth that's the same way <laughs> I was I want to know how he kept it in his mouth because everybody act like, like their <laughs> faces were melting off when they got <laughs> yes. hit by it. Incredible stuff. It was. It really was. We have to do yeah. a, a focus on yeah. the great Muda, dude. We have to. Oh, yes. I, I'd love to learn more about him for sure. Awesome. Um, yeah. But that's all I got. You got anything else? No, have? man. I'm done. I'm ready to tap out. So if you're good with it, I'm ready to take it home, brother. All right. So I think uh, maybe hopefully next time we'll have uh, we'll have Matt back from another country. After oh, the I do have an update. I do have an update. Okay. Um, right, I good. just got a, a text back from the prince. Oh. oh. It's not looking good. You know what? Hit the bell. Oh.